You're listening to Brandcast Around the World with me, your host, Brandon Berkeley. Join me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I know you're going to dig this. You're listening to Brandcast Around the World with me, your host, Brandon Berkeley. Join me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Brandcast Around the World with me, your host, Brandon Berkeley. The morning credits, the early scroll credits were a lie. I'm sorry that I'm a little bit late today. Uh, it's not 8.30 a.m. It is 8.45 Labor Day, uh, I believe, in the United States and Canada right now. So people are enjoying a beautiful, long weekend, and so am I. So uh, my brother and I did our morning workout, as most of you know. I doubled up on the pre-workout today, and holy shiza, that did something. But uh, that's the reason why I'm late today, so forgive me for that. Uh, we did a little bit of a later workout today, as my brother didn't have to go to work, which is awesome. He's spending some time with the family, which is great, and always, always good. Anyways, good morning, everybody. Uh, hope you're having a wonderful Monday, a good start to this brand new week in September. Starting to get a little bit chillier, which makes me scared. Uh, especially with filming uh, coming up in the near future. We have a couple different things planned. And to film in the wintertime just kind of sucks because it actually physically hurts. I remember Ryan Reynolds was filming a TV show here in Sudbury uh, a while back. And um, he said that it was really nice. Uh, he was really happy to be in Sudbury working with the people. He visited the uh, local hospital and whatnot. He was a really good guy. Um, but he said working in the temperatures here was just absolutely awful because we get some very, very horrible days. And unfortunately he came in the middle of a blizzard and, uh, trying to film in the middle of a blizzard is almost next to impossible because your face gets super, super red. You're in physical pain in your fingertips and whatever. It, it gets insane. So, uh, kudos to any actors that actually go through that. It's funny. We were filming a superhero film. Uh, oddly enough, a few years back called Luxian, which we never got to finish, unfortunately, because it's uh, one scene short and uh, one of the actors went to jail. But I'm not going to get into that uh, horrible, horrible situation. That person is heavily looked down upon. Anyways, uh, the story is that I was in the spandex suit and it was about October. So we we're getting about our first snowfall. And this spandex suit underneath, you couldn't wear anything because it would make out, you know, the lining of like boxers or underneath whatever, because it pretty much just suction cupped to your body, being a latex spandex suit, superhero costume. So uh, I had to go in and out of a trailer in between takes to try and warm up and they'd throw blankets on me and warm me up to try and get my body uh, not freezing because I'd go on to set and you'd have to say your lines or fight people. And you're like, <laughs> like, you know, I'm going to get you, you know, and it becomes really, really difficult. So I remember doing that back and forth. But the thing that really sucked about it is that you'd get all warm. And it's like getting out of the shower. You know, when you get out of a really warm shower or you have to walk outside and it's just freezing cold. Now, if you have balls, you understand this a little bit differently. Um I don't, I don't really get shrinkage, but I definitely feel like that, like, well, I guess it's kind of shrinkage. Like, everything kind of, like, gets really tight and shrivels, you know, and I don't really think anything gets too much smaller, but it definitely tries to suction into your body, and it's, it's a feeling of absolute chill. 
the ladies in the chat are not going to understand this, but it is an absolute chill and uh, different for sure. So thank you, uh, everybody who's joining us this morning. Uh, we got Mandy and Derek watching on YouTube. Hannah is on Twitch. Thank you very much. I'm trying to get my Twitch uh, views up. I know some of you were inboxing me or telling me that you didn't want me to eliminate my gaming from YouTube. So I'm going to have to try and figure this out uh, because in the near future, I'm going to either be doing Brandcast solely on YouTube and gaming on Twitch because I feel like those two platforms are kind of meant for different uh, things like that. So I don't know uh, what your thoughts are. I know that a lot of people do enjoy being on YouTube. We have that uh, community there. So I I've got to figure this out. We're going to try and mend through it in the next little bit. It's, uh, it's going to be interesting i'm hoping that i won't lose uh people i noticed yesterday on youtube when i did post in the community that i might be only doing gaming on twitch uh some people were upset some people did unfollow or unsubscribe which is fine i totally get it um but we'll be trying to figure this out over the next little bit because i also want to include vlogs and i feel like youtube is more uh video oriented where you know if you miss a live stream it's not as fun to watch afterwards i find just because you're not you know directly engaged with the video so what I might do is even just stream on Twitch and then take the clips from gaming and kind of cut them down into more condensed uh, features. I'm just not sure if that would work with uh, displaying games, uh, like full gameplay. Like if somebody wanted to watch, um, you know, Cal Kestis go through the Jedi Fallen Order journey, if you wanted to watch the whole movie. Uh, I feel like if I ever do those, maybe I should just upload them without me talking. I'm not sure. I could really use some feedback on this as I'm definitely trying to improve the quality of everything on the stream. If you haven't noticed lately, even the, um, the stream quality here should have increased. Uh, we've got a higher frame rate. We're using better quality, um, video cards. So, uh, my cameras are actually showing their full potential. I've actually got some really cool ideas coming up, uh, to try and use this technology to my advantage to try and see what we can do with it. And uh, as some of you know, the Atmosphere game, Nightmare game is coming up. Uh, we worked on that a little bit over the weekend. I put some work into that. Um, really, really excited about it now that it seems like it's able to come to fruition. I'm just trying to figure out how we're going to get people to register. We're going to have to get a pre-register for the game night so that if we are playing a game live with everybody, it's, um, it's going to be easier to interact with everybody we uh, have a low latency setup now so there should be like instant response to everything so if we like roll the dice or ask a question you'll get an instant response which we need because you'll be playing with dr acula we'll say like you whoever's rolling the dice stop playing for a moment uh but i'd also like to get people in on a zoom call so we have to pre-register people maybe before the game launches we'll do uh an event where we'll bring everybody into like a lobby uh, a zoom lobby where you can or discord lobby i'm not sure we're trying to figure that out mandy is going to be helping me with that um discord um so we're going to try and figure out how we can mend this together and make this night work so that it's kind of a live interactive um scary game you know i'm not sure if you ever played nightmare or atmosphere games the it basically was this um board game you used to have in the 90s early 2000s that came with a vhs or dvd that would play a character you have an hour to beat this game kind of like trivial trivial pursuit you have to collect keys Try to get to the end point. Uh, but in the middle of it, you're going to have this guy saying, stop, you know, tell me who's playing right now and you come closer. So I want to have people on a Zoom call so you can actually see your reaction, especially if it's hilarious. It is going to be a members only thing. So uh, only members are able to uh, participate. 
We'll probably break it up into teams, I'm assuming, with different funny characters from uh, horror films. Like, you know, you got the jock and the pretty girl and stuff like that. So it's going to be a lot of fun uh, putting a, a ton of effort into it. Really excited for that event to come up in the next, I'm going to say about two weeks. Should be announcing it uh, this week just so you can get excited and have some fun. Uh, as well, I know brandb.ca has kind of fallen behind. Um, again, because we're learning a lot of what's going on, I find it hard to interact on multiple different websites, especially because the layout on that one needs a little bit of work. I notice as we post pictures and memes, they're kind of, uh, they don't display properly. So I'm going to try and fix up that and uh, make sure we have a little bit more of a cohesive chat and uh, time together so we can function or even come up with different uh, ways that the website can actually be more community oriented so that everybody's kind of interacting, uh, putting up different events, early access to different things. Uh, merch is going to be something that I'm going to be coming out with in the next little bit. I will tell you exclusively here right now that we are going to be doing a Blacklight merchandise uh, drop. We'll basically just feature some very neon 80s vibe colors. Some things um, we were trying to get glow-in-the-dark print for some things, but unfortunately uh, Spreadshirt, who is going to be our supplier, no longer does that. But there is a slight trick around this. So some of the designs that I upload... I will leave a customization button on Spreadshirt.com. So you can go to or Spreadshirt.ca, whichever one you choose, wherever you're coming from. Um, so you can actually go into it and customize the design. So you can change the design from like a white coloring to what's called flock to an actual glow-in-the-dark print. But you have to do this uh, kind of behind the scenes. I'll show you how to do it. It's quite easy. Maybe I'll put a little video on how to upload it so that you can change some of the designs. That you, if you don't like uh, just a white print, you can change it to a glow in the dark or a neon green or whatever you so desire. There's uh, glitter prints, all that other stuff. So it's going to be pretty customizable to you guys, which is really cool. Uh, the NFTs are going to be dropping as well, which is going to include some things that you would have not been able to get from me otherwise, including two Funko Pops, uh, Brandon Berkeley Funko Pops that will not be available otherwise. And I made made them myself that scares the shit out of me when that happens uh kevin long has liked the stream thank you kevin appreciate it on facebook um so yeah you'll be able to get those nfts and all this cool stuff coming up so if you are interested in supporting the channel further we got a lot of neat things coming up and i think it's going to be very very cool so please do check it out when the time uh becomes available because they'll be very limited we're only doing short runs of certain things because we don't want to have uh you know a million different t-shirts out there i want to come up with different designs kind of make them exclusive to people so like when you own something it's like you really own something special. Anyways, I'm going to look in the news today because there were some things going on that I uh, I noticed were pretty hilarious. Um, I don't really know too much about this, but QAnon. Rioter formerly known as QAnon, I guess, or the QAnon sh shaman pleads guilty to the Capitol attack. So this guy that was wearing the uh, bull horns and uh, American colors arrested uh, recently, I guess, for uh, his Capitol attack. I'm not really sure exactly what these riots were all about. I have to be a little bit more informed, but uh, it says QAnon shaman Jacob Chansley pleaded guilty on Friday to one count of obstructing the proceedings of Congress some eight months after the storm, uh, after he stormed the U.S. Capitol in furs and war paint at the front of a pro-Donald Trump mob. Ah, right, it was Donald Trump. The trumpet had uh, had spoken. The man known as QAnon shaman uh, also doesn't want to be known as QAnon shaman anymore is a lawyer. Eee, a lawyer. Albert Watkins said Thursday in a news release, Chansley has uh, repudiated the Q previously assigned to him and requests future references to him to be devoid uh, of the use of the letter Q, Watkins wrote. It's funny that when people do dumb shit afterwards, they just want to be like, no, 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 I'm not that dumb. I'm sorry. I feel like alcohol probably fuels a lot of this because if you're dressing up in war paint and and whatever these, these cow horns, these bull horns, either you're drunk 
or you're a complete idiot. One of the two, because I'm sorry, especially for, you know, a political statement, you're going to come in with horns and war pain. It's not a baseball game or a football game. I think that's the mentality a lot of people have, though. It's like, woo, party, especially with Trump. Trump invites those kind of people. And, like, you know, I'm not going to go Trump, anti-Trump, whatever. I know there's people on both sides that don't give a shit. Uh, as long as, you know, we're good to each other. But at the end of the day, it's like some people are ridiculous on both sides. On both sides of things, you know, whether you're conservative or liberal or in between, there's, there's a bunch of craziness all over the place. And I think what we need to get to is uh, cohesiveness. Understanding that nobody's going to agree with everything that you say or do, ever. Nobody's going to like everything. It's like, you know, I, I find it kind of funny in some sense that um, people try to push their ideals on other people, expecting a positive result. And then they get more pissed off when the other person doesn't agree with them. It's like, look. If you're, you know, whatever, whatever type of thing you got going on that somebody else objects to, religion, uh, race, uh, sexuality, whatever, fuck it. You're not going to please everybody. And I think the problem is that sometimes people waste so much energy trying to convince other people of their idea that it doesn't really matter. At the end of the day, we're all going to do what we want to do. We're all going to have our opinions. And if something doesn't affect you directly then I don't think you should have a public opinion on. You can go home and say whatever you want. You can drink your beers and wear your war paint and do all that shit. But I think unless it directs you effectively, you should have no say whatsoever. I, I speak about gay marriage specifically, and I talk about this new anti-abortion law or abortion laws that are coming in. It's ridiculous. Do whatever the hell you want to do and, and respect other people You know, to a certain point. It doesn't mean you have to agree with everything they're saying, but don't be the loud asshole... Uh, thank you, Jessica, for uh, for liking the video. Uh, don't be the loud asshole just out there trying to push your beliefs on somebody, start fights. Uh, it's never going to work. You're never going to be happy that way. All you're going to do is piss off two people at once. So relax. Go do something else. Go do something more productive. I am positive, absolutely positive, that if somebody took the time to do something productive within their community, whatever that might be, Thank you for the like. Uh, Lise, oh, good to see you here. Appreciate that. Uh, it's good. I forgot what I was saying now. That, that kind of confused me. But it's good to have uh, different opinions and to be different, especially with this uh, vaccine that's kind of going on right now. Everybody's so, so divided. And I understand there's health concerns and, and things people are worried about, you know, on both sides of things. But what we need to do right now is absolutely come together as best we can, even if there's diversity and different opinions. Do your best to blend in with each other and try not to create World War III. I think there's enough uh, problems and enough things going on in the world right now. And unfortunately, because we all have uh, these attached to our, our hands and our hips, we're, we're all so involved in everything that we don't need to be involved in. Um, we're all anxiety-ridden and stress-ridden. It's something I even noticed many years ago is that I used to be more stressed out it's because you're constantly seeing all these negatives and all these opinions and all these things flying at you that I think it comes to a point where you need to focus on what's most important to you, uh, the people around you, not, you know, there's going to be natural disasters, there's going to be death, there's going to be, uh, you know, political things going on, the rapings, killings, you know, and, and it's going to take you down if, you, if you're constantly focused on that kind of stuff. I think uh, the best thing you can do every single day is either meditate and if you don't have the patience for uh, meditating, try to put some more positivity into your life. Focus on uh, things that are really beneficial to you and the people around you. And I think you'll notice that 
you'll be less negative internally. You'll, you'll start to have more positive feelings towards your, uh, your goals and your outcomes. And if you hang around with people that have a positive outlook, uh, I'll find, you, I find more, you're energized by those people. It, it takes less away from you or makes you focus less on those negative things around you. So if you don't have positive people around you, I would say try to infect your group and be the positive one and try to find the silver lining even on your worst day. We all have bad days. We all have shitty days. Um, try to do your best. Anyways, I started a bit of a rant and a ramble there, but yeah, we'll keep going. So something else that kind of popped up, uh, caught my attention here. China bans sissy and effeminate men under new macho media rules. Looks like they need uh, Vince McMahon from the WWE to take in and do politics here. Anyways, China wants to be a country of macho, macho men, and it's trying to make that happen by banning sissy boy bands and effeminate males from all media in the nation. Broadcasters must re uh, resolutely put an end to sissy men and the, their abnormal aesthetics, the National Radio and TV Administration wrote in a new set of rules released Thursday. It also used the term Nyang Pao, an insult for effeminate men that means girly guns. The new rules call for broadcasters to enforce a correct beauty standard and to boycott vulgar internet celebrities and celebrations of wealth while promoting traditional Chinese culture, revolutionary culture, and socialist culture. They also ban all idol audition shows and recommend blacklisting anyone who has broken the law or, uh, or offended public morals. It's interesting because I feel like there's two parts to this. Obviously, China wants to gain con control of people. Uh, they don't want people to break the rule it's like your oppressor will never give you the tools to overthrow them i feel like this is a much larger plot from the chinese government to stop people from being themselves from doing what they want uh, from making outside money uh youtube is becoming a big thing right now where a lot of young people are you know a lot of young kids are becoming multi-millionaires and i feel like this takes away from the power of some people it almost scares some people who have that wealth and don't want that to happen because they need people to work for them. So I think this this machoism and whatnot is kind of a, a sense of control because you're always going to have that typical beta, alpha male, sigma, you know, whatever, or, or females. You're always going to have different types of people in the world. And to suggest that everybody be macho or effeminate or any type of way is, is absolutely ridiculous. And it's never going to work. You're going to cause more rebellion and oppression by trying to get people to not be themselves. Uh, I find that's something that happens in with a lot of people that uh, have those that are a minority of things. They've been pushed so much that I think they become almost aggressive in trying to push their point because people have said no, 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 that they look for the approval elsewhere, which is just, you know, it creates more problems. So anyways, I think this is going to be a long term uh, revolution of sorts in China. I really think people are going to get tired of the oppressiveness of being told what they can and cannot consume. Um, you know, especially when somebody tells you how to be or what to be is a very negative thing. I think we already have enough of this machoism in life. Actually, I'll tell you truthfully, I know quite a few guys who are in the closet and, uh, they have this big, you know, fear of coming up because I think in, in our world, well, they're very masculine guys, I should say. And they're very terrified because of the situation that we have, you know, where you have people telling you that, oh, you can't be effeminate, you can't be this. But I think there's all sorts of people out there. You need every type of person to fill the gap. It's like I was talking with uh, my friend Jessica a couple of weeks back about how wolves have this hierarchy in, in their groups where they have the alpha males, the beta males, and the, the sigmas. I don't want to say males. Alpha and betas and sigma, not males or females. It doesn't matter. Uh, in some cases, you can have alpha females that actually run the pack. 
basically the way it works though is it's not a sense of who's stronger or better or more masculine it usually comes down to leadership skills in in, in a in a wolf pack mentality where the alphas are the ones that lead the group and take charge and kind of guide everything while the betas are actually a major assistant to an alpha and, and actually an equal in in, the, in that pack where they help uh, wrangle and bring everything in. So people always see those as two negative side effects and I, or negative sides of people, but I think you need both. We need alphas, we need betas, we need sigmas. Sigmas are in between. So, you know, effeminate and sissy, men, whatever, I think that's a horrible derogatory term in many cases because there's some very sweet uh, men out there, some very tough men out there, and we need everything uh, in between. It makes the world go round. It makes me think to myself, if you were so oppressed and pushed down like in China, you wouldn't have any artwork or television you know a long time ago when i was growing up uh my parents used to say they were they, they really kind of discouraged me from getting into a media type job because they felt like it wasn't very realistic but i i feel like if there weren't people like me out there we wouldn't have media you wouldn't sit down to watch tv you wouldn't be able to turn on the radio so diversity is so so important whether you like it or not is irrelevant because like I said, there's always going to be the Lego on the floor that you step on that pisses you off. So I think if anything, learn to embrace these type of things. Go to the places that uh, maybe you're unfamiliar with and start to learn because you might find that adapting to different culture of any sort or different ideas, you might find new things that you love. A funny story, uh, my parents were in Florida and they went to this restaurant called Be Merry and they thought, you know, Be Merry, just kind of happy, go lucky, whatever. And so when they got inside, they didn't realize that it was actually like, a, I guess, like a cross-dressing bar. Uh, and it's like Be Merry, like literally. So they went in there and uh, my parents, not really being familiar with that kind of, uh, you know, environment or whatever, you know, I'm sure at, we're first, we're very awkward, but they tell this story with a bunch of joy. They said they went in there and everybody was so happy and, and so, you know, glad that, that people who were outside of that, that culture minority were so accepting and kind of went in there and, and laughed and had drinks and watched the showmanship. And it's like, yeah, that's what it's all about. How do you know you're not missing out on some of the best things ever? It's like I heard um, a joke a while back where people were talking about how roller skating used to be a really big thing back in the, the 70s or the 80s until it, a homophobic joke came out and then everybody stopped doing it, which is funny because, you know, it seems like a lot of people just want to fit in. But I think the people that set the trends are the ones that don't fit in, you know, so be revolutionary, be groundbreaking. Don't be afraid to be yourself. Don't be afraid to have your own opinion, but don't step on other people with it. Uh, be good. I'm really happy. Uh, we've got a lot of people in here. Kevin says he wish he was a wolf. I wish I was a wolf too, but you can be a wolf. Just be strong. I was going to say be independent, but I don't think they're really independent. They kind of stick together, which is adorable. Aw, wolves. Actually, they're not adorable at all. They'll tell you apart. Anyways, that's it pretty much for my rants today. I don't have too much else to say. I hope you all are having a wonderful day. I hope you have a great week ahead. It's going to be good. If you're doing something on Labor Day, enjoy it. Uh, enjoy it. Enjoy each other. Uh, spend some time with your family or friends or do whatever. But uh, anyways, that's it for me today. As always, be excellent to each other. We'll see you on the next one. You're listening to Around the World. I know you're going to dig this. You're listening to Brandcast Around the World with me, your host, Brandon Berkeley. Join me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Brandon! You're listening to Brandcast.
You're listening to Brandcast Around the World with me, your host, Brandon Berkeley. Join me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time.